What's up, movie lovers? Welcome back to I Want to Talk About Movies. Um, this past weekend was the opening weekend for Avengers Endgame, and it is just so big right now. It is just destroying anything in its path. I know in previous episodes, I talked about how um, I don't really want to talk about comic book movies all that often anymore, but... Because this is such a big deal, and I'm a huge fan of the of this um, cinematic universe, uh, we're definitely going to talk about it today. So, and like I said, because it's such a massive uh, movie, it's going to be the only thing we're talking about in this episode. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy. I'm Bran, and I want to talk about movies. So Avengers Endgame is the culmination of the last 11 years and the past 22 movies and it is just that massive like i i would say the best way to describe it would be to think of a really good tv show that you really like and then think about like the last episode maybe even the last two episodes of that tv show before it got canceled or before it um went off the air. That's basically Endgame for you. It's It shows like a whole bunch of stuff from the past. It shows a bunch of nostalgia, a bunch of Easter eggs, a bunch of fun stuff. It's funny. It's, it's a little sad, it's a little heart-wrenching at the same time. Um, it's a really, really good movie. Like, like even even if they if they stopped making Marvel movies after this movie, um, that would be fine because it's proof that uh, Marvel, along with Disney, was able to make such a massive, massive universe and connect it so well to the point where where it's just, it's fine if they were to finish right now. Um, as far as we know. The next movie is going to be um, Spider-Man Far From Home. And I believe that will be the last movie for Phase 3. Um, they do have a Phase 4 coming up. But from what I understand, they're not going to be doing things in phases anymore. So it's not going to be Phase 4. It's just going to be the um, next series of Marvel movies. Which right now seems to be uh, Black Panther to Doctor Strange to... Um, there is rumor. There are rumors of a Black Widow uh, solo film coming out, so that's going to be interesting to see. And then um, with Disney coming out with their own streaming service, they're also having shows like um, with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and I believe there's a there's going to be a Loki show as well. So that's going to be really interesting to check that out and see what Marvel has in the future after this. I mean. Truth be told, after this movie, they're gonna have to, <laughs> they're gonna have to really bring their A game, just because this movie, like I said, this movie is just incredibly massive. I, I don't know um, how much I can I can stress that alone, but this movie is so massive that it's gonna be really hard to to top it. And this movie, honestly, this movie is really fantastic, and I say that with a capital F, capital A, capital N. Fantastic. It is definitely a movie for the fans. So much so that within its first weekend, 
just in the U.S. alone and made over $300 million. And that's just unheard of. Like I was reading a review online and it said that that kind of um, opening weekend sales is just ludicrous. It is insane. But worldwide, we're actually way, we're actually over a billion dollars in, in weekend sales. So that's even more crazy. So Avengers Endgame is in the in the uh, billion dollar movie club as well. So it's simply incredible. I mean, truth be told, like who's surprised? I mean, like I said, this is the culmination of 22 movies in the past 11 years. So there should be no surprise to that at all. And it definitely deserves it too. Let me tell you, if you haven't seen it yet, definitely go and see it. Uh, normally for me, I don't go to opening weekends, especially when like movies with of this magnitude. Um, I try to kind of steer clear of the movie theaters when something like this happens, when something big like this comes out. And so, but what happened was, um, as you guys know, I haven't seen that many trailers for this movie. I saw the first trailer and that's all. I haven't seen any other um, trailers for it because I just didn't want it to be spoiled for me. And after I saw the movie, I, I saw a few of the trailers and I was like, oh, you know, there's not really that much of a, not really, not, not really too many big spoilers in there. So that's kind of good. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I just happened to find a couple of seats that were open in a theater that's not really busy. So I decided, you know what, let's go take a look. So I bought a couple of tickets and ended up going. And honestly, it wasn't that busy. The theater was maybe, it, it was busier than normal. So it was about maybe three, three quarters full, which is about average for a popular movie in this particular movie theater. So yeah, so I definitely watched, I watched it. I really enjoyed it. It was a great movie. Like I said, if you haven't watched it, definitely make some time and watch it. Um, yeah, definitely. Such a good movie. I really liked the um, the way they had set up this movie. Um, it basically begins with Tony Stark and Nebula in space. And Tony, he's been up there for a while. Like, I think... When he gets back down to Earth, it's been about 20, 26, 20, 21 to 26 days since uh, Thanos uh, destroyed half the universe. So he's been up there for a while and he's kind of he's, he's not really eating. So he's really, really weak when he when he finally gets back to Earth. Um, so. When he gets back, that's when they kind of have to discuss, like, OK, what are we going to do next? And then the story just kind of goes on from there. Um, it is definitely well thought out. Definitely well thought out. There is a lot of twists and turns without giving so much away. Um, there are a lot of twists and turns. Um, there is a theory, or yeah, there is a theory going around that uh, the way that the Avengers are going to win is that Ant-Man is going to shrink down and climb up into Thanos' butt and then grow big and then basically obliterate Thanos like that. Uh, that is not how it happens. 
<laughs> saying right now that is not how it happens, but Ant-Man does play kind of a critical role in this movie. Um, so I did. So that was pretty cool. I liked how um, it was when we last met Ant. When we last saw Ant-Man, he was stuck in the quantum realm, and the way he gets out is kind of it's 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 understandably it's well explained, but um, how he got to he was basically in his uh, in his van, and the van was impounded. Which I'm kind of curious because in Ant-Man and the Wasp, um, they were on a roof. So I'm not sure how they got the car from the roof to somewhere else. I believe they were on a roof. I'm pretty sure they were on a roof. Either way. um, So I like that they were able to bring Scott Lang back. Um, What else was there? There's so much in this movie. Um, we do see, like I said, it does really take a, the plot is very intricate, um, very confusing if you don't pay attention. It's a three hour long movie, so you do kind of have to pay attention to it and, um, keep up with the plot points. Um, I did like that, although it's a very serious topic, like, you know, they're talking, they're basically dealing with a massive genocide and... At the same time, though, they were still able to, like, put humor in it. They were still able to, you know, make things funny, make it more lighthearted. You know, it wasn't just, like, a sad, depressing movie. It was, you know, there was a good good amount of funny parts. Um, It didn't take itself too seriously. And that's what we've kind of been able to expect with Marvel movies as well. Like, we can take it seriously, but at the same time, you know, they're not completely serious. So I like that aspect as well. As good as these Marvel movies are, there are aspects that I don't like about them. Uh, I think everyone has that where you can look at a movie and be like, oh, this movie is great, but there are some things that are kind of questionable. In Infinity War... In the beginning of the movie, the Hulk faces off with Thanos and loses. And the rest of the movie, um, Bruce Banner is unable to turn into the Hulk. So in this movie, it seems that they don't really, they don't really explain it. They don't really, they, they don't really, we don't really get an answer as to why the Hulk was unable to turn into the Hulk. Or why Bruce Banner was unable to turn into the Hulk in Infinity War. Um, the most simple answer is because Hulk was ashamed, or he was um, he was suffering from some self-esteem issues after his loss with Thanos. Which, by the way, in the comic books, um, Hulk would definitely defeat Thanos. Um, it's kind of like for them, they're they're. F- fairly equally matched um the only thing is that when hulk like the the angrier hulk gets the stronger he gets so thanos in the comic books um actively tries to avoid getting into conflicts with the hulk he will if he has to but he won't he won't purposely try to to get into a fight with him but either way 
So, um, yeah, I, I didn't like that that wasn't really very well explained. Like, Bruce does kind of talk about it for like a second in Endgame about maybe within the, within the first hour, I believe, that's when he talks about it. But after that, it's kind of dismissed fairly quickly and with little explanation. Um, another thing I didn't particularly care for, so I watched um, Captain Marvel before I saw this movie, and I even watched it for a second time before I watched the before I watched Endgame, and like the the idea is that Captain Marvel is the most powerful being in this in this universe, but I I really don't see it. You know, like even in her movie, I was like, okay, cool. She's doing all this stuff. That's cool. She's definitely very, very, very powerful. And one of the earlier episodes, I mentioned that she's not, I wouldn't call her the most powerful, but I would definitely consider her a heavy hitter. And the thing is though, like at the end of infinity war, the end credit scene was, that was her, you know, we were going to see her. And then in Endgame, she's not really in the movie. Like, um, one of the end credit scenes is her popping up. Well, one of the end credit scenes in um, Infinity War is her pop, um, not Infinity War, in Captain Marvel is her kind of popping up and saying, hey, I'm here, where's Nick Fury? And, like, the movie Endgame begins with her already a part of the team kind of sort of like she's already there so they don't really show that which is fine but after that she doesn't really do much like she's in the movie i think altogether for about maybe i want to say like 15 maybe 20 minutes and that's it <laughs> and i'm thinking i'm thinking to myself i was like she's not in this movie like they they do explain why she's not there very well but I feel like because they made such a big deal about her powers, they should be doing more about it. And they don't. So they do kind of um, mention her throughout the film. But yeah, I just didn't like the fact that she was incredibly underutilized. Um, yeah. So much so that she kind of... Uh, she kind of messed up, like when she when they, there's a huge battle at the end of the movie, and she is doing something. She's trying to get away from Thanos, but she ends up going closer to him, which is like the opposite of what she should be doing. So I, I just don't understand why she was so popular and yet so underutilized. I I don't understand, but. Aside from the aside from those things, there's not a whole lot more that I didn't like about the movie. Like, those are really the only thing. Those are really my only gripes that I have, and I'm pretty sure those are just like small gripes. I'm sure there are people out there that have um, reasons or ideas as to why they did the way they did this the way they did. So, by all means, if you have that, please let me know. As most of you know, um, 
I was kind of running a test with this movie. I saw the original teaser trailer for Avengers Endgame, and I hadn't seen any other trailer after that. So I decided to not watch any trailers because I just wanted zero spoilers. As I, as I mentioned in other episodes, um, there are times where trailers end up spoiling the entire movie or at least the ending of the movie which i didn't want for this movie so i decided to just kind of ignore the pictures ignore the the clips and everything like that and i honestly can say like i i was surprised like i there was a lot of things i did not expect from to see from the movie and it definitely enriched my my viewing experience but but i did see a couple of trailers i saw the um the second and third trailer um after i saw the movie and there wasn't a whole lot of spoilers honestly i think i think because um marvel is so good at keeping things under wrap under wraps that um they know how to make trailers for their movies, which is really, really good. And I was very happy about that. So I'm going to try it again with another movie. I'm just not sure what other movie to do it with because I've seen most of the trailers that are coming out right now. Um, so I've done that already. So I'm going to have to wait to do that again, see if I can see a big movie that's coming out and, watch one trailer and then just wait for the movie itself. But um, going into it, not knowing that much, uh, I was still really happy about it. Really glad that I did that. Um, but the only thing about me is that I really do like movie trailers. When I was in high school, uh, I used to love watching movie trailers. I would just watch them over and over again just to see different uh, things. Like if I missed something or if I saw something that I didn't see before, or see a reference or something like that. So I really do like watching movie trailers. So to not be able to do that is kind of a bummer. But if it enriches my movie watching experience, then I'm all for it. I definitely do recommend it though. If you if you are able to uh, try to watch as few trailers as possible. Just in case of spoilers. My recommendations for this movie would be to watch, I'd say just watch like the phase three of the MCU. Um, I wouldn't say you have to watch the others. I mean, if you want to, definitely it will uh, enrich your, enrich your uh, movie experience. Um, definitely be like go in there thinking you're going to sit down for a long time because you are. <laughs> Like I said, it's a very long movie. It's about three hours and some people say it's three hours and two minutes. I've read that it's three hours and one minute, but let's just simply say that it's well over. It's over three hours long. So definitely be prepared for that. Um, if you're the kind of person who doesn't like to use the bathroom during the movies, then definitely don't drink a lot. Don't eat a lot. Just, uh, Hang out and chill out. Um, a lot of movies nowadays, not a lot of movie theaters nowadays, they have um, reclining seats. So it's a lot better. It's a lot easier, uh, a lot more comfortable. So if you go
go to a theater with reclining seats. That's going to help you guys a lot. Um, just so you know, there is no uh, end credit scene. Um, this is actually the only Marvel movie without an end credit scene uh, or without anything for the credits. So if you're planning on sitting through the credits in hopes of seeing what's going to come next, um, don't, don't, um, be expecting too much. Um, uh, like I said, there is none afterwards, but there is a little bit of sound effects at the very end of the credits. Um, it's not really anything special. Um, but I, I, I sat through, like I, I went into it and my ticket taker actually told us like, Hey, don't, don't, you don't have to sit through the end cause there's nothing afterwards. So I was like, okay, cool. But I still sat through it and uh, I wasn't completely disappointed, but at the same time though, I was like, okay, well we didn't have to sit through the very end, but it is something interesting. If you want to do it, go right ahead. Um, just like I said, go into it knowing that you're going to be sitting down for a long time. But it's definitely worth it. And that's all I have to say, pretty much. Um, definitely a good movie. I mean, who's who's surprised at that? I mean, <laughs> I think I, I would have been extremely surprised if it was a terrible movie. But no, it was definitely really, really good. Definitely recommend it if you're not already watching it or if you um, haven't watched it yet. Definitely would recommend it. Um, so for this episode, I tried really hard not to put too many spoilers um, in it. I know there are a couple, but nothing too big. I, I, I stayed away from the really big spoilers, but... There's so much going on in this movie that it's really hard to just talk about it without mentioning anything that happens. Um, even for the cast and crew, like if you ever notice, whenever they're doing like an, whenever the cast are doing interviews, a lot of the times they kind of shy away from the question or they just kind of quiet up, which has been like a big thing with the with the M MCU where they would say something or someone would ask a question and they would just kind of kind of stop talking for a moment you know they're like oh sorry can't say nothing which is very true i mean disney and marvel they're very like i said they're very good at at keeping people quiet about about stuff <laughs> if only mark ruffalo and tom holland got the memo but that's neither here nor there <laughs> So, yeah, definitely a good movie. Watch it when you guys have the chance. Um, for some reason, lately, I've been having some problems with the Instagram account. I haven't been able to log on, so I might end up making another page, another page for the Instagram for this podcast. Um, yeah, for some reason, I just haven't been able to log on, so I might just have to do that. But definitely come by and visit the Facebook page. I want to talk about movies. I greatly appreciate when you guys come down there. Uh, yeah, send me a message. Let me know what was your favorite part of Avengers Endgame if you haven't seen it. Uh, let me know what you're excited to see if you haven't seen it already. Uh, but yeah, I love hearing from you guys. And I'm always happy to answer questions. If you guys have any questions, or if you guys have feedback, please let me know. I am always open to suggestions.
With that, I will leave you with a quote from our very own Samuel L. Jackson, a.k.a. Nick Fury, which I think sums up the entirety of the Avengers. There was an idea, Stark knows this, called the Avengers Initiative. The idea was to bring together a group of remarkable people to see if they could become something more. See if they could work together when we needed them to. To fight the battles that we never could. Have a good one, movie lovers.